Feel Good Friday, where Community State Bank shines a light on the good that's happening in the communities of southeastern Wisconsin. Hey Scott, what's the good news today? Hello everybody, this is Scott Hudipole and thanks for joining us today. Today we have with us Jamie Stilling Step, who is uh, with Seeds of Hope, a nonprofit in Elkhorn. Welcome to our podcast, Jamie. Thank you, Scott. Thanks for having me. Great to have you. Hey, um, before we jump into Seeds of Hope, which is the primary purpose of this, I always like to talk to people about people and find out a little bit about your about your background and like where you grew up at and you know what kind of got you to this point. So, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? So, I grew up in East Troy, Wisconsin. I grew up on a dairy farm, and so I milked cows for um, the majority of my life. And then I always thought I was going to be a stay-at-home mom. Not that I thought that that's who I was supposed to be or whatever. I just, you know, as you grow up, you really don't know. And my dad said, Jamie, you're going to be a stay-at-home mom. And so I believed him. But when I graduated high school, I didn't have a boyfriend, so I couldn't be a stay-at-home mom yet. So I went to school, got a job in Milwaukee, actually, and just um, learning again, every day learning more bookkeeping and how to run a business and stuff like that. I met a boy. I moved to Illinois. He wanted his own business, so we moved back to Wisconsin, and he helped my father with, with Prairie Tree, and we kind of ventured out on our own with Prairie Tree. And so... I was the owner of Prairie Tree with my husband um, for for 10 years at least. And then my first husband passed away in 2004. And then Prairie Tree, I saw that I needed to move on. So I let Prairie Tree go. And I kind of was lost for a little bit, knowing that I needed to help special needs in some way, but not exactly sure how that would be. I thought I was supposed to possibly help one of the other organizations in our community do something. But I guess that wasn't the game plan because this has fell into my pathway and I've taken it as a challenge and tried to make it become all that it can be to help those with special needs in our community have more. Why, why special needs? Why, why that love in your heart for them? So in 2005, well, in 2004, my son, my son had a traumatic brain injury and my husband actually, 50, they didn't think that he was going to survive. 52 days later, my husband actually was in a motorcycle. My first husband was in a motorcycle accident and he had a traumatic brain injury and he died. Not at the time did I think, oh my gosh, I'm gonna go out and help special needs. I actually thought that I was supposed to help troubled boys. You know, having 65 employees that were male employees, sure. and seeing some of them coming into Prairie Tree and, and maybe not making good choices, but being able to help them to see who they could become. I always thought troubled boys were who I was supposed to help. But in 2005, um, an organization from Alworth County came and asked me to help fundraise for a new building that they were trying to put up. I said, no, I said, I don't know. I said, I know that I don't want to go overseas and help people. I said, I know that there's enough need in the United States that I think that I want to help people within our community or within the United States. I said, but I don't know that it's special needs. I said, I really think it's troubled kids. And I said, but let me pray on it. So I went and I go to church a lot and I read a lot. And so I prayed about it. And some of the stuff that came across my pathway in the next couple of weeks were that those with special needs are really troubled kids their entire lives. Mm -hmm. And so I went back to them and I said, you know what? I had this light that came on and said that I'm supposed to help you. 
And so I started helping them and I started learning more about their organization. I actually had some of their adults come and help at Prairie Tree. And I saw that more needed to be done. And I saw that being outdoors was something that they really excelled at. I saw putting situations in their pathway, that easy, simple task that they could start doing and they could see success with it. It helped them to make better choices and it helped them to feel better about themselves. And again, that's where I started the journey to see that I was, I was created to help these people because I knew I could recognize their gifts and I could recognize what needed, what would help them to have a fuller life. I never, ever wanted it to be me doing all of this. I really wanted to just help somebody else. But again, it was hard because nobody else had that background of the landscaping or the farming or being outdoors. And so they didn't recognize how much the vitamin D outside really helped mm -hmm. you have better opportunities. So bring us into today, the uh, Seeds of Hope. I mean, it's, uh, you know, you were, you were fundraising for a, a different entity, I'm guessing. Um, bring, us, uh, bring us up to speed on uh, how you got where you're at today. So originally, originally, um, I saw this house. It was it was going into a short sale, and I actually tried talking this other organization into buying it because I thought that it would offer opportunities for adults with special needs to go fishing, to be outside. We could, you know, do different plantings. We could do different horticulture activities. We could utilize the basement for fun recreation things, and it would just give them a lot of, of opportunity. And um, the organization, again, just couldn't picture it. And when I went through the house, and again, you, people will think I'm crazy, but I went through with one of their employees just to show them the house because I just really felt called that this house would be something that would just be tremendous for those with special needs. And when I went through the house with the realtor, agape boys came on my heart. And again, I always thought I was supposed to help troubled boys. And so I also had known Pam Patterson. And Pam and I talked about that I always thought that I was supposed to help troubled boys. And so I called her and she went through the house a few times. And she said, Jamie, you're absolutely right. This house is perfect to help young adults or young people to have more. It's just such a peaceful setting and a peaceful area. And so we, I thought, well, you know what, again, I don't want to do anything. I'm going to let somebody else do something and Agape House can do something and I'll just be the helper. And so the house, and then things kind of fell through for the Agape Boys House. And um, I still couldn't get it off my heart that there, this, this facility, this place was just meant for so much more to help people. And um, I, a lot of people said, Jamie, you just have to let go of this idea. You have to go help somebody else and, or do, can't think that you can't be so set in your ways. And so I, I tried, I thought, well, you know what, if it's going to sell, then I know I'm just supposed to let it go. So we put it back on the market to sell and it didn't sell. And then somebody wrote me a letter and said, do you know a small farmette for sale? Well, I had another small farmette for sale. And um, my husband really did not want to move to this house. And in order for us to do Seeds of Hope, we would have had to move to the house. For us to have special needs in our home, we had to move here. And I said, Tom, I just can't get it out of my heart that this is what I'm supposed to do. And so then this person said, we will buy your small farmette. And I said, Tom, 
if I take the money from the small format that I have and put it into this house, would you move there then? <laughs> so he decided that he would move here. And we started the process and we started having transitional groups um, from Lakeland and East Troy and Richmond Burton School and some other Palmyra school districts. They came and I started setting up opportunities for them. We put up a greenhouse and um, for them to work outdoors, to work with plants. We actually recycle blinds as well. We have a workshop area and we put together opportunities while we were revamping the house for my husband and I to move in. And so that was, I think it'll be four years in June now. But oh. since that time, I again, I never expected that I would have employees or every day I thought that I was, again, going to kind of just help caregivers or help parents to have somewhere to come and hang out and they would have something to do with their young adults. That this this facility just offers offers something that no other place does but now we have so every day kids come and we have 13 employees that help we have 35 people that come on a daily or weekly basis they come in and they'll do timesheets and worksheets i never expected to do that either but if you don't use it you lose it and so we see that with these kids that have special needs if they don't if they're not consistently using the skills that they learn through their schools they'll lose those skills. So we try to do a half hour to an hour worth of learning every day. We do recreation because healthy living is is good as well. You see a lot of people if they, you know what, they would love to have 10 Mountain Dews a day and cookies and cakes, but we try to teach them that healthy living is good and, and recreation. So we go on walks and we do Let's Dance and we do jumping jacks and we try to do some type of recreation every day as well. And then we try to do a, some type of a work activity. If it's recycling blinds or if it's planting flowers or if it's washing containers or if it's baking cookies, we try to put some type of a work activity, if it's a half hour, an hour a day, into their day as well. And then we also do the social interaction where we do, um, we do games. We'll do Uno or we'll do apples to apples or... You know, we'll go outside and, and do a game or do go sledding or do something like that. So we try to give them a full day of activities that they feel like, you know, like they have a place to belong. That's that's phenomenal. Do you have any stories or a story, I should say, that uh, somebody that, that you think has really benefited from your organization? So we have... We have a girl that her and her father were a part of Seeds of Hope for since the beginning, kind of maybe three quarters of the beginning. And her dad and her would come and, and um, you know, recycle blinds or do whatever. And, you know, she just she absolutely loved being here. And one day she told me, she said, she said, you know, my sister has kids and my mom babysits for other people's kids, but I'll never be able to have kids with who I who I am. But she had again, she had this gift of caring for people. And so um, this year, her father passed away as well. So she's had some tragedy within her life. But we tried to help her to recognize that Seeds of Hope is her community. And even though she might not ever have kids or, you know, that her father passed away, that we are here for her and that she has a place to belong here. 
And because she has that gift of wanting to care for others, we've actually have her help us with some of the individuals that can't do things on their own. And right. so even though she has special needs of her own, she does have abilities to help others that have different disabilities than her. And mm -hmm. so that is really a story of, you know, not having a place to belong or having the life that you think you're supposed to have kind of collapse, but then being able to bring her into an environment where she can excel and become who she was really intended to be. No, that's really cool. That is, that is really cool. What drives you to do what you do? I mean, I, I look at your mission, we plan possibilities. I mean, there's got to be days where you like, oh boy, this is wearing me down. Um, what what drives you? Yeah. So today does not drive me. My husband told me that we have to go out at nine o'clock and snowplow and shovel the path so that it's not glare ice tomorrow. So today yeah. is not a day that drives me. <laughs> I understand. <laughs> but you know um we have this boy that has he has issues with transition you know sometimes he'll excel with this person and sometimes he won't excel with this other person and he will some days he doesn't want to get out of the car and some days he doesn't want to go from inside to outside or he doesn't want to go from his chair to the table to eat and a lot of times it'll take us anywhere from 10 minutes to a half hour to get him to transition and um today i went out to help him get out of the car because he's been having issues with transitioning more and more and he jumped out of the car and threw his hands up and then we sang as we went down to the path went down the path and cool. you know we sing if you're happy and you know it you clap your hands and he'll clap his hands and he'll shout hooray and you know so you see that you're making a difference in people's lives i love to see people grow no matter who it is and that's what drives me is to be able to look around me and see that i'm helping god to help people to see the gifts that they've been given and to become all that they can be jamie it is obvious to me that you know you planning possibilities, uh, you you make a big difference in people's lives, and we really want to thank you for doing that. It's um, it's not an easy process. I'm sure there's challenges and frustrations, um, but you have affected a lot of people, and and right in our own backyard. And we think that's really a, a neat thing to do. So thank you for doing that. Thank you. Thank you for what you're doing too. You know, and I think that. You know, when I started, when we started Prairie Tree, um, one of the reasons that we were success successful is I had an accountant that was my team player. I had my attorney that was my team player. And I, I love the community bank aspect. You know, you've helped us. We need a team player and you've helped Seeds of Hope during this difficult time during COVID is, you know, we've had to close down for eight weeks i think mm -hmm. and because we're a new company we don't have all the opportunities but you with the ppp money and stuff like that but community state bank stepped up to the bank i i went to three other bank two other banks and they weren't able to help us mike helped he he talked to me three times during a weekend he didn't even know me but he helped me and that was amazing 
And as a nonprofit also, we don't pay into unemployment. And so our employees wouldn't have been able to collect unemployment. But you, your help with the PPP money helped us to be able to pay our employees during part of the time that we were closed down. And we've been very blessed with our community and with, we did farmer's markets. So we made enough money during the farmer's markets again to help continue to pay our employees even during those times that that um, we weren't open and we didn't have those funds coming in for caregiving. So thank you to our community for believing in us too and supporting us at our roadside stand and f supporting us at our farmers markets. Thank you to the Community State Bank because without you, we wouldn't be able to offer and grow as much as we're able to do. And we really need our community support to become all that we can be to help others. Very kind of you to say that and we appreciate it and it goes, it goes both directions, so. Final four, we have four questions we like to ask everybody when we uh, when we complete these, um, just more to find out about how you think and your personality. But uh, tell us something about yourself that many people don't know. Well, again, I grew up on a farm. I don't know that a lot of people knew that originally. Another thing is I was a cheerleader in high school. Probably not a lot of people knew that. That well, might be something silly, you know. Uh, I wasn't. <laughs> That's good. I'm glad you weren't a cheerleader in high school. Um, somebody that, someone that inspires you. So the person that I think inspired me most in life was Reverend Christian. Um, my mom and dad went through a divorce and my dad brought me to church every week. And I really felt that he spoke to me every time I went to church and told me how to have enough strength to get over the challenges that were placed in front of me. He he helped me to feel like I wasn't all alone. He died in 2004 as well. All of my tragedies happened in 2004. And he introduced me to God, who's my best friend. And um, you know what? He inspired me. So that is what helps me to keep going is holding on to my faith. And he put that faith into my life. And so he's the one that's probably inspired me the most because Every day is a day that you can give up, but when you have faith and you have hope, you hold on to God's hand and you continue to push forward because there is light at the end of the tunnel. So well put. What brings you true joy? And I think you've talked a little bit about that, but what really brings you true joy? Well, my kids bring me true joy, most of all. Um, my four boys are the best people in the whole entire world. My brother is also a truly wonderful person and he's been a big part of my life. But um, th that is what truly brings me joy. But just, and again, even seeing my boys grow or my brother grow or my nephew and my niece grow, you know, family is just so important. And to see their gifts come through and for them to become better and better people is amazing. And then to see all of the people that cross your pathway and that you've been able to, you know, plant a seed of hope or a seed, a, a, help them to see the gifts that they have and really to help them to become all that they can be. And then to see them shine. I think that's what's, that, that's what gives me the biggest joy is to see, see somebody that you love use their gifts and recognize that and to become more and more each and every day. That's perfect. Last question. Somebody that's either alive today or that has passed away, 
if you could have a person to have dinner with and a conversation with tonight, who would that be? So one of the things is my, everybody says Seeds of Hope is your dream. Well, my dream was always to have dinners like the Waltons. And uh -huh. so I can't say that it would be one person that I would want to have dinner with. I think that I'm lucky enough that my kids come over, two of them with spouses, and we'll sit and we'll have dinner. And you know how the Waltons, you know, you have grandma and grandpa and you have mom and dad and then you have all the kids. And uh -huh. I think that, that is my true idea of who I, I would always welcome to have dinner with is that family aspect and, and just laughing and having that family. But I think if, if Rascal Flats and Dolly Parton wanted to come and sing us a song when we're having that family dinner, that would be okay, too. That would be cool. Oh, that's neat. That's neat. Well, I can tell you, Jamie, that you brought true joy to me today just listening to you and your excitement and your enthusiasm and your drive for helping others. The selflessness that you, that you show and you demonstrate every day, you know, hats off to your organization. Um, if people wanted to give and help, how, how would they how would they do that? Well, we're always looking for volunteers. We always I mean there again, there's so much need and we are actually bursting at the seams. So we're, we're trying to plan out what are our next steps. Um, and so donations, volunteers, going to our farmers markets and helping us by buying product at our farmers markets, coming to our roadside stand and helping buy buy product at our roadside stand. And one of the things that I think about always with, you know, I look at Seeds of Hope. Seeds of Hope is a nonprofit within our community. I hope that we can bring more and more of our nonprofits together to help each other. But in order to do that, we need more leaders within our community also to step up to the plate and be a part of our nonprofits in a board member role or a volunteer role. Okay, great. And what's your, uh, what's your website? It's seedsofhopewi.org, and you can follow us on Facebook, too. Perfect. Jamie, you have been a uh, wonderful guest this morning. Thanks so much again for what you do. And on behalf of myself, Scott Hudipole, and our producer, Allie Heigl, um, we want to thank everybody for listening. Um, please step up to the plate. Uh, we would like the, the bank would like to make a $250 uh, donation to Seeds of Hope to uh, to support anything that you need supporting in right now. So we uh, we appreciate what you do. And um, thanks for listening, everybody. Have a good day. Thank you for listening to Feel Good Friday, where Community State Bank highlights those doing good in the community. Know a feel-good story? We want to know. Visit us online at csb.bank slash podcast. Community State Bank is a member FDIC and an equal housing lender. 